Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay folks, I have a uh, chock full um, itinerary for you this morning, and I wanted to uh, get right at it. Uh, the puppy's driving us nuts, so we're not going to go there. Uh, the quote that I heard uh, from Brian Tracy was one I've heard before, but worth sharing. Life is like a combination lock. Your goal is to find the right numbers in the right order so you can have anything you want. Uh, and that's exactly how it is. Once you get everything in the right sink, uh, your goals start to line up and then you begin to achieve them. Darren Hardy, our trusted friend, had a, a great message uh, on Wednesday. Uh, there were two tips dr to dramatically improve your looks. And he had said, always do the best you can with what you've got. You know, we in in this world, primarily in in first world countries, uh, specifically the United States, we're a very visual species, you know, like it or not. Um, the f but the first tip would be is to accept yourself as you are. Flaws and blemishes and all. You know, be flawsome, Darren says. You know, we need to embrace your adversities. And it's easy to say, uh, a lot of self-help information is very easy to say, uh, can be at times difficult to, to practice, but we need to accept ourselves as we are. Uh, there's no need, for the most part, for cosmetic surgeries or things that change us superficially. You know, uh, that that is what Darren is getting at. And the second point that he's making is change and improve what you can. You know, we can all eat better. We can all exercise we can all get a new wardrobe, get a haircut, you know, uh, do things, you know, that, that make us look better. Even if it's, you know, simple hygiene, you know, little things like that make a difference. They do. And it's not so much on the outside world, it's on the inside world. When, when we, we look good, we feel better. It's just the truth. So, basically, rock what you got is words from Darren uh, do the best you can with what you've got is Jim Rohn's famous saying and Darren leaves us off with you're beautiful just the way you are to do what you want and I thought that was nice uh, and yesterday's fable was about boiling frogs 
a scientist had a stove one with boiling water and one with uh, room temperature water inside and he took the frogs and threw them into the boiling water well immediately they they all jumped out uh, he took the same frogs and placed them in the room temperature water and they were at ease they were fine did not bother them in the least then he slowly started to increase the temperature on the water and the frogs did not budge to the point where the water became um, too hot to touch the frogs were still in there very very complacent and finally the water began to boil and all of the frogs died they were boiled to death and it seems strange but it's true if you look around society in the world you know what was once a horrific um, you know exhibitionism exhibitionism <laughs> a tough time pronouncing these these words uh, not that I was an exhibitionist but you know back in the day showing a scantily clad woman on a billboard or man would be horrific it would be almost pornographic in nature and now that's relatively it's commonplace you know I remember as an American going abroad to live and study in Florence Italy and the billboards there were, were much more ris risque than they were in the United States, you know, topless women. Uh, but that was the, the custom. That's an acceptable custom on most beaches. So with these frogs, you know, we can't be too surprised that they just fell, um, fell at the mercy of their complacency. You know, and, and that's the moral of this story is let's not be too complacent. It's good to be complacent maybe for, you know, an hour, 20 minutes. But let's not live that way. Uh, it's a very dangerous place to live. And I really, um, I like that story because my parish priest at the time who's now the retired pastor had a hom a weekday homily on that in the year I'm going to say 1996 1997 in that 
in that realm uh, and he spoke exactly of that phenomena and a similar comparison to society you know and that's I think what his uh, point was is that's why it's important to stay close to God and Jesus uh, and to make Jesus an integral part in your life and that made perfect sense to me um, others have seen what is and asked why I have seen what could be and asked why not look to the benefits of a situation and see the opportunities you know, and that was an observation I received uh, the other night that that was true. You know, I mean, a lot of people look at something and says, okay, you know, you see what is, and you ask why. Others say, well, what could be, and ask why not. You know, looking for opportunity is, uh, is huge. And today... Um, my daily message from Dynamic Catholic it said that mercy mercy is a compassionate understanding of another's unhappiness and that was Fulton Sheen that, that said that uh, a great bishop and orator and I think one of the very first tele-evangelists. But mercy is the compassionate understanding of another's unhappiness. And that's a nice way to sum it up. Um, and it's not what you say out of your mouth that determines your life. It's what you say to yourself that has a lasting effect and boy do I know that's the truth the way that we speak and interact with ourself is so much more important than how we interact with society and other people um, it was you know it, it's been eye-opening for me to go through what I'm going through these past couple of years in personal development, healthy mindset, spiritual development. It really all uh, works its way woven together. And it's, uh, it's refreshing. It's really refreshing to see. Today's Darren Daly, Darren Hardy says, Yes, compare yourself, but... To this and he says we humans are naturally compelled to compare ourselves with one another it's just it's just the way where we're bred in a certain respect but comparison is not always healthy and generally as a as a whole it's not healthy unless you're doing something um, 
I don't want to say self-serving, but if you're doing something that administers uh, a benefit where, you know, maybe you're weighing something and you, there's a comparison there, uh, you know, that, that can be a difference. But the pang of envy when hearing the success of a colleague, that can be troubling, you know, because that can lead into um, further negative stress and outcomes. Um, you know, anyone can be anything they want. You can be anything, but you can't be everything. And I think sometimes we get caught up in that as well. We try to be something to everybody. And that may be the case. We may be able to be something to everybody, but we can't try to be everything to everybody. Uh, and comparison is the thief of joy. When you compare, you despair. And I've, I'm sure most of you have heard that before. And no one is better than you at being you. You in your best version. You in your most powerful form. You in the person that you were meant to be. No one's better than that. So don't compare yourself off the list. Uh, you need to compete with what you're capable of. The only competition for you is to beat yourself yesterday. And that's inspirational. So I think what we can take away from today's message from Darren is, you know, we all say be yourself, but, you know, be your best self, but look to, to be better at your current job, your current position, your, your current salary, and find ways to be better, to be better, not for anything else. And you'll find that your thoughts in mind may develop a bit of positivity, which is contagious, and you can spread that uh, very easily once, once a few people get it, so to speak. Uh, and the last thing that I'll leave you with is five minutes more. Woman went to the park with her son and sat down next to this gentleman and they exchanged pleasantries and the woman explained that this was her her son and the man explained that this was his daughter riding the bike and they had a nice conversation and the gentleman then got up and said um, to his daughter that it's time to go and she's like, Dad, can we stay for just five more minutes? He's like, all right, five more minutes. 
and you know after a while um, essentially the same scenario happened he said time to go she's like dad has it been five minutes he's like it's been actually eight minutes she's like can we stay just five more he's like fine so the woman commented and said boy aren't you patient and he said yeah uh, my daughter's older brother was killed while riding his bike near here the same time last year by a drunk driver and I really never spent much time with my son and now I'd give anything for five more minutes and he said I vowed not to make the same mistake with my daughter so she thinks she's having five more minutes to ride her bike but the truth is I have five more minutes to watch her play and the moral we can get from this sad story or the sad fable is no matter how busy you are we can't forget to spend time with those that matter most you know just from a career standpoint sometimes we put our work our jobs our co-workers above our own family that we love and not to disparage our co-workers or other people but priorities should take place and we tend to neglect those that are the most important in, in a certain respect take for granted so it was sobering to, to see uh, that that story uh, and it brought me back to 1982 when a friend of mine in the neighborhood was coming home from baseball practice in his dad's Jeep Wrangler and that day we didn't really wear seatbelts and they were rear-ended by a drunk driver and he went right through the windshield and and later died uh, at a trauma center and it you know really put a uh, damper <laughs> needless to say on the whole community because it was a police officer that was driving the jeep and his son that was killed and it was very very uh, troubling to say the least so I will leave you on that somber note. Uh, I will check in with you, hopefully tomorrow, Lord willing. And in the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.